Joshua chapter number one and verse number six, we're going to continue our series. And this is the eighth lesson, and it's entitled, I Don't Want to Grow Up, I'm a Toys R Us Kid. Joshua chapter one and verse number six, and then we'll explain a little bit of the title as we get into, into, this, uh, into this lesson. Joshua chapter one, verse number six, it says, be strong and of a good courage. For unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. I want you to just notice that first phrase, be strong and of a good courage. There was a commercial a long time ago in a store that I don't even know is open anymore, Toys R Us. How many of y'all remember the store, to Toys R Us? All right, everybody remembers. Did y'all remember the, the commercial and the song that went with it? I don't want to grow up, I'm a Toys R Us kid. All right, y'all remember that. Okay, I didn't know if y'all remembered that or not. But it's such a, it's a, it's such a catchy you know, little song and jingle, but it has a, a, a message that I feel like so many times as teenagers, as people that are transitioning to adulthood, um, we, may, we may not say this is my philosophy and sing that song, but so many times there's so many young people that they live what that song is saying. They, they live that idea of, I don't really want to grow up, I just kind of want to stay a kid. And if we're going to discover our destiny, if we're going to live out the purpose that God has for us, we have to get to a point in our life where we're not really thinking, I just want to stay the rest of my life doing nothing, just having fun and playing video games. There's got to be something bigger. There, there's got to be a, a step that you take where you move forward. Now, going from childhood to adulthood, you're going to have a lot of paradigm shifts. Now, if you don't know what paradigm is, the word paradigm it just means to have a change of perspective. That's a, it's a scientific term, and, and basically paradigm is, is when you look at something and then uh, you look at it in a different angle. Has anybody ever seen like a picture? Uh, there's a real famous one, common one, where uh, if you look at it one way, it looks like an old lady, um, and she's kind of sad and down, and if you look at it another way, it's like a young lady that's kind of turning her head. Uh, if you've not seen that, uh, it, it, it's, it's an illustration of a paradigm shift. You're, you're looking at the same picture, but there's two different pictures there. And a lot of the transition between your life as you're going from childhood to adulthood is that. You start changing your perspective. In fact, you've already done a little bit of this. Right? As teenagers, most of you guys probably aren't watching a whole lot of cartoons. All right? um, and if you're watching cartoons, it's probably not like Ethan the Dump Truck right? It, it, it's probably not going to be some of those educational um, uh, cartoons or animated shows. It's probably not going to be blippy. It's probably not going to be any of those. Now, you say, how do you, how do you know about those? Because my little three-year-old, Jordan, loves those shows, and Elijah, the five-year-old, they just love, you know, Blippi and Ethan the Dump Truck and, and all these, you know, monster trucks that teach you the ABCs and how to count to 12 and 20, and all of that is like really childish. And everybody in here doesn't even view that like that anymore. I, I remember when, uh, when my niece were growing up, I, I remember when Raquel and Denise were really young, they used to be into a show called Blue's Clues. How many of you have seen Blue's Clues? All right, great. How many of you all still see Blue's Clues, like for five, six hours on Netflix? All right. No, nobody does, right? But you know, when you were growing up, 
and you're watching Blue's Clues, you're like, this is the coolest cartoon. And you're yelling at the TV, there's the clue, there's the paw. And then you tell them and you answer. And, and it was so cool. But now, 10 years later, now you're 15, 16, and you're like, that is such a dumb show. I would not watch that show anymore. Why? Because your paradigm has changed. You, you, you look at it and you don't see the same thing that you used to see at age five. Now, let me tell you. When you're transitioning from your childhood to adulthood, that's what happens. The Apostle Paul uh, said in the book of Corinthians, he said, when I was a child, I spake as a child. I thought as a child. I did things like children. He said, but when I grew up, I became a man. And I put away childish things. In other words, I stopped doing what I knew was just not adult-like. Well, as you move forward, and we've been talking the last few weeks, how, how do we move forward to live out our purpose? We said there were some tools that we were going to need in our life. Anybody remember what the first tool was? A serious mind. We had to have a sober mind. If you don't have a serious mind towards the things of God, you're never going to live out the purpose why God created you. Anybody remember the second tool that we needed? A pure heart. Thank you, Mr. God. A pure heart. We say if we don't have the right heart towards God, then we're never going to be able to live out our purpose. We have to have a pure heart. Well, here in chapter number one and verse number six, we find the third tool that you're going to need. The third tool, if you're going to live out your purpose, is you need to have a courageous spirit. A courageous spirit. Because you see, as you go from childhood to adulthood, you have decisions you have to make. And there are people that are so scared about the decisions that they have to make. In fact, they're so scared, they really don't want to grow up. They try to avoid growing up. And they, they have to come, and we all have to come to a decision. Either I'm going to move forward into doing what I know is right into becoming an adult, or I'm going to run away from it. Everyone comes to that decision. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that. What does that mean then to have a courageous spirit as you move forward? I want you to notice, first of all, in your notes that to have a courageous spirit means to choose to move forward in life. Choose to move forward in life. You, you got, this is a decision that you make. There's a saying that says maturity does not come with age. It comes with the acceptance of responsibility. And young people, if you think that at 25, you're just going to be mature because now you're 25, let me tell you, I know a lot of 25-year-olds that act like they're 15 because they never made a decision in life to move forward. They, they just wanted to kind of stay as a kid. They really liked the, uh, the life that they were living. They, they really liked it, and they never moved forward because they never made that decision. So being courageous means to choose to move forward in life. Now, just a couple of thoughts under that. Number one, most young adults want to grow up. Most of you guys don't want to stay kids. In fact, I would say that the number one thing that most, um, that most teenagers tell their parents, most of the time, you know, you, you, you say, hey, I'm not a kid anymore, right? If you want to go to, uh, if we're going to have a, a trip to San Antonio as a youth group, you know, sometimes you got parents and your parents go, well, I'm going to go with you. And you go, mom, I'm not a kid anymore. Just, you know, I'm going to go with the, the, the group. We're going to be fine. It's going to be, it's going to be okay. Or if you want to go to someone's house, or if you want to drive the car, or you want to do something just by yourself, independent, you, you usually say, hey, I'm, I'm not a kid anymore. And, and most young adults, we, we want to grow up. We don't want to stay kids. But you know, most young adults fear growing up. 
There is a fear. And listen, we've all experienced it. For, for, uh, for me, I, I remember in, in, uh, when, when I was growing up and coming into youth group, we, we kind of had the same thing. It was th- age 13. As soon as you hit age 13, we didn't do grades back then. We just did ages. And as soon as you hit age 13, you were in the youth group. And I, I remember going into the youth group at age 13 and going, well, I don't want to be here. You know, we had a kids program, and, and, uh, and I remember at, at age 12, I was the oldest, you know, and it was, it was kind of easy to kind of boss kids around and, and, and kind of just be the, the cool one, and everybody thought I was the cool one because I'm the oldest one. Then I get in the youth, and I'm just like this little scrawny kid, like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, that's John's little brother, you know, that's Jason's little brother. And, and suddenly, I was like a little bit timid and a little bit fearful of just being in a new situation in a new environment. And sometimes growing up is like that. You're, you're, you're a little bit fearful of it. Uh, there's some uh, exciting times about, about growing up, but there is a lot of fear in it. Let me say this. Many young adults prolong childhood as long as possible because of that fear. Because they're so scared about what's next and they don't really know and they're, they're not as confident. And because we get to that point where we're not as confident, then suddenly we want to kind of prolong it. We, we want the rest of our life to kind of be, you know, what we want to do. Um, it, it's, just, it's just kind of like that way. We, we just have that idea. And sometimes, young people, if you're not... If you're not careful, you, you, you can begin to have escapism in your life. Escapism means to, to get away from reality, to not think about reality, to not face reality. And many, many times as young people, as we're going and transitioning, you, you don't want to face reality. You don't really want to uh, have to go to school or you don't really ha- want to have to get a job. You don't want to cut the yard. You just don't want to do some of these things because you're kind of like scared of it. But can I say to you tonight that God commands you to move forward in life and commands me. If you remember the story of Moses, and I'm sure many of you do, there in Exodus chapter 14, you remember when they were leaving Egypt? Finally, the 10 plagues have happened. Pharaoh says, get out. And Moses starts to lead the people out into the wilderness, and they get up to the Red Sea. And you remember that Pharaoh's behind him. He regrets the decision of letting him go. He gets his whole army and he pursues Moses and the children of Israel. And they get to a point where they're at the Red Sea. And the Red Sea is big, okay? This is not like two feet of water. I mean, you're talking about, I mean, looking at it, it looks like a huge lake. I mean, there's no going around it. There's mountains on, on each side. It is a sea of water, okay? It's not a pond. It's not just something that you can see just really easy on the other side. No, no. It's a big body of water. And Jesus, oh, Jesus, Moses is told by God, I want you to move forward. Now, he had to have a step of faith on that. He has to say, okay, guys, we're going to move forward. The water did not open before they moved forward. The Red Sea did not split before they started moving forward. God said, first you've got to move forward, and as you move forward, then you'll see what I'm going to do. And Moses told the people, he said, move forward and see the salvation of the Lord. He didn't say, move forward and the sea's going to open, because he didn't know what was going to happen. He didn't know if they were going to walk on the water. He didn't know if the sea was going to open. He didn't know if there was going to be lightning to strike down the Egyptian army. He didn't know. All he knew was that God said, move forward. 
as you get into your young adulthood, listen, there's a lot of questions that I cannot answer. There's a lot of questions your parents are not going to be able to answer. If I go to the school, what's going to happen? If I study this, what am I going to do? Am I going to like going to college? Am I going to like being uh, an engineer or a, or a lawyer or a medical officer or a, or a teacher? Or, or, or Am I going to like that? Am I going to love it? I don't know. Your parents would not be able to tell you that right away. I can tell you, though, what God commands, what he leads you to do, God will provide for you to do it. And God will show himself mighty. And so the command that God gives them is move forward. And let me just say, as you're transitioning, you right now, you're transitioning. Some of you are transitioning from elementary to middle school, some from middle school to high school, and some in a couple years will be going from high school to college. As you're transitioning, understand, God wants you to keep moving forward. And moving forward, remember, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't just mean, well, I'm getting older, I should be more mature. No. Maturity comes with the acceptance of responsibility. To move forward, you're going to have to accept responsibility. You're going to have to start taking on things that you've never taken on before. So, being courageous, having a courageous spirit, what, what God was telling Joshua in Joshua 1, he was saying, hey, you've got to be courageous. Just choose to move forward in life, Joshua. Choose to move forward. Moses, choose to go forward. When you go forward, you'll see what I'm going to do. That's having a courageous spirit. Listen, having a courageous spirit means avoid defaulting in life. The word here, default, means to be just like staying put. Avoid just staying in one place in life and not moving forward. You know, the child in us wants security. Everyone wants security. We all want to know what's going to happen. We all want to know um, how it's going to work out in life. Most of the time, you, you do your very best when you get in a relationship with a boyfriend or girlfriend. You want to know, is this going to work out or not? In fact, sometimes as guys, you, you're wondering, if I ask her out, is she going to say yes or no? And, and you, you, you have, you, you'd like to know because then you would say, if I know she's going to say no, I'm not going to ask her. But if I know she's going to say yes, okay, I'll go ask her. Because security gives you the confidence to do that, but that's where not having that creates an insecurity. And listen, many times as you're transitioning, you want that security, but it's not always there so easily. So you cannot decide not to decide. You can't say, well, I'm not going to face that right now. I got plenty of years ahead of me. I'm not going to decide right now. You know, for, for the most, for the average young person, they, they probably don't think about what they're going to study until their senior year of, college, uh, of high school. And many of them, even in your senior year of high school, you're kind of like, well, in college, I'll figure it out. I'll get, now, I'll take my basics and then I'll figure it out. And suddenly, they're graduating from college and you're saying, what did you graduate with? Oh, general studies. Or ah, uh, with business. Oh, you want to become a businessman? I don't know. But you went four years for a business degree. Are you going to start your business? Are you going to join a business? I don't know. And I think, why did you go four years, pay all this money to get a degree in business and you're not even sure if you want to do business? And there's so many, listen, you, you'd be amazed, young people, so many how, how, that, how easily that can happen. I know sometimes you, you might be listening to me and you're going, I'm in eighth grade. I, you know, I, I got plenty of time, Pastor. Maybe you do. You might feel like you do, but let me tell you, if you're a senior in here, you know how fast four years just went by. If you're a junior in here, you know how fast once you got into middle school, suddenly you're in high school and you're going, wow, 
That was quick. Listen, I, I, I always get amazed. Uh, just I, I've been doing this for 12 years. I always get amazed when I'm, I'm talking. I, I, I can't remember who it was I was talking to a couple weeks ago, and I was like, wait, what? You're in college already? I thought you were like in ninth grade. Um, it's, it's crazy. Time goes by so quickly, you know? And I know you think, man, I've got so much time ahead of me. I've got so much ahead of me. You need to start thinking now. And don't get to a point in life where you're just going to decide, I don't want to decide right now. Don't get to that point. Avoid that. Avoid not moving in life. Listen, the choice not to decide is a choice not to pursue God. It's what you're saying. And you say, no, nah, I don't want to think about that right now. I don't want to decide or I don't want to start thinking about it. Then what you're saying is I don't really want or care to reach why God created me. I don't really care if I reach a good purpose or not in life. I don't really care if at the end of all of this um, I be living my destiny or not. You see, so many times when you're deciding not to decide, you're saying, I don't want to pursue God, and you're just letting life kind of go past you. You're letting life just kind of go by without anything. And when that happens, you're saying, I just don't want to follow God. Can I encourage you, build your life on good decisions, not on indecision. So many times, young people, if you're not careful, your life will be built on indecision. Well, I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> and let me tell you, you're never going to know. Just take a step. Just move forward. It's so important, young people, start thinking about right now, hey, what is it that God wants me to do? What should I be doing right now? How should I be developing my responsibilities now? I can tell you when I was growing up in my home, um, it was probably before age 13 that I was already cutting the yard. And, and we had to take turns. And I, I remember I had chores. I had to uh, feed the dogs. That was my, like almost all my life it was me. I had to feed the dogs. I think that's probably why, probably why uh, uh, for so long some of my brothers didn't even have pets. I think they do now. But many of them didn't. And, and me, as even before I got married, I was hardly, you know, I got to get a puppy. I want a dog. And then we got married and we had a dog and a cat. And then we had two dogs and a cat. And I just, you know, it wasn't a big deal for me to take care of them. I, I just, that's what I was doing all my life. We always had dogs in my house and we, that was part of my chores, you know. And for some of you, if you have a pet in your house and, and maybe that's your thing, that's, that's building responsibility. That's, that's what you need to be doing. For some of you, you need to start cleaning your room. You need to start uh, cutting the grass. You need to start helping around the house, maybe even learning how to iron your clothes, maybe learning how to wash your clothes. You know, when I was a, a teenager, I had already know, I, I knew how to wash clothes and fold clothes and iron my shirts. And I, I remember I used to get so picky because back then, and, and I don't know how many of the olders that are in the back, but um, there was a time where having like a perfect crease in your pants was really cool. Like you would start your pants, you'd wear Dickies pants, how many of y'all know what the brand Dickies? All right, it was a really cool brand when I was growing up. And you would like, I would starch those things so stinking hard. I mean, just starch it, starch it, and then I would iron it, and then I would flip it and starch it really bad, and then iron it, and then flip it back over again and starch it again, because you had to have that crease. It was just so cool. Uh, we, we used to have these retreats where we'd go up to Houston, and all the guys from Houston and San Antonio, that's how they dress. And I was like, it must be cool, because they're from the big city, <laughs> you know? And, and that's, how I, that's what I wanted to do. Those are the pants I wanted to wear. That's what I wanted to do with my pants. And, 
But you know, some of you just need to learn how to, how, how to do that. You know, in, in fact, many, if it, if it were up to you to iron your clothes, you wouldn't know what to do. You would just come. Right now is the time to learn that kind of responsibility is what I'm telling you. It's the kind of saying, I, I, it's not that I don't want to decide. It's I'm deciding now. This is some things I can learn and I can do. Realize you cannot avoid the decision-making process. There is no getting out of it. You can try to escape, and you're going to wake up one day, and you're going to be 35, and you're still going to be acting like a kid. And you're not going to be moving forward in life. You're just going to be stuck in life. There is no avoiding the decision-making. Say, you're, what you're doing, you say, well, what do you mean then at 35 if I didn't make a decision? Well, by not taking responsibility, you made a decision to not pursue God. By not making those decisions, the decision you made is, I'm not going to do anything with my life. Avoid that. Avoid defaulting in your life. Joshua chapter 1, verse 6, God tells Joshua, be, good, be strong and of good courage. He had told Moses that, and now he's telling the next leader, Joshua. And this was a big time. Okay? Moses had just died. Joshua was just coming into the leadership there with the people of Israel. I'm sure he was a little bit nervous. I'm sure he was scared. They're going into a land full of giants. Okay, That means their armies are not the strongest armies. Israel's armies was not the strongest armies. The men in that army weren't the biggest men. And you're going to fight people that know how to fight. When they were in Egypt, okay, they were not giving them lessons on, hey, here's how you hold a sword. This is how you fight. The last thing the Egyptians wanted them to know was how to fight. All right, You, you, you don't want to teach slaves how to fight because they might revolt against you. <laughs> so you've got a bunch of people that really don't know how to fight, that are going into this promised land. Their armies aren't as big. They're not as strong. And you're fighting people that are stronger and people that know how to fight. And God says, I want you to go in there and conquer them. That's a big task. And he's telling Joshua, I want you to lead them. That's a big thing. I'm sure there's a lot of fear. And that's why God is telling Joshua, listen, I want you to be strong and a good courage. I want you to notice this. God called Joshua forward. He didn't tell Joshua, just stay here and, and we'll see what happens. Maybe I can find you a land where there's not a whole lot of people. Maybe I can find you a land where there's no armies. Maybe I can find you a land where there's no stronger men than you guys. God didn't tell Joshua that. He said, just move forward. Young people, don't look for the easy way out in your life. Just trust God. Move forward. Let me tell you, fear tempted Joshua to retreat. It feared. It, it, I'm sure it was tempting. Because listen, he had to change his thinking. He had to change what what he was going to do. Suddenly, he's not following somebody. Suddenly, now he's leading everyone. Now his decisions are going to affect everybody else. If he makes a bad decision, men are going to die, and it was on his decision. Man, that, that's a lot to carry. And yet God is telling Joshua, don't fear, don't get scared, just move forward. Man, there, there had to be a paradigm shift. And let me tell you, that's coming for you guys. It's coming. 
You know, if I were to ask you this evening, if I were to ask you, what does summer mean to you? I'd say for most of you, as a youth group, you'd probably say summer means no school. I can sleep in a little bit. It means I probably have more time on my hands. I can do some vacation stuff. It means maybe some summer leagues. I can play some video games. You know, got all this free time. I mean, that's summer. But if I were to ask the people, the sponsors in the back that are married and have kids, I'd say, what does summer mean to you? It means something totally different. It, it, it doesn't mean, oh, man, I, I don't have no school. I got a lot of time on my hand. It doesn't mean, oh, I, I got more time to watch TV. It doesn't mean any of that. It's changed. Life's changed for them. And let me tell you, if you're in a season right now, and most of you are, you're, you're in a time in life where summer does mean, hey, I get to kind of relax and have some fun. Listen, do that. Have some fun. I'm not against fun. You're not in a stage of life where you have to worry about car insurance and you have to worry about your mortgage payment and, and you have to worry about making sure that your kids are eating and having diapers changed. You're not in that stage. So that's okay. Enjoy the summer. But let me tell you, there is going to be a time where that is going to be a reality in your life. You're, you're moving towards that, young people. You're moving towards a time in your life where there is transition. And sometimes fear is going to tempt you to just say, I don't want to do all that. I'm just going to sign a, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it going. I'm just going to keep hanging with my friends. Yeah, yeah, I'm 27. I'm just going to hang out with my friends all the time. Move forward. Move forward. Notice there in your notes, Joshua chose God's strength and courage. He couldn't do it on his own. He knew his armies were outmanned, and yet God was calling him to move forward. And the only way that he could move forward was depending on God's strength. And Joshua said, okay, if we're going to go into that land, God, you've got to go with us. And some of you need to get that attitude in your heart and in your mind tonight and say, if I'm going to move forward, if I'm going to become responsible, if I'm going to live out my purpose, God, I need you in my life. The average teenager tonight in, in America, I'm saying, the average teenager in America tonight doesn't have that thought. And much of what we see as a result of that. Let me say, the average politician and congressman today in America, the average leader in America doesn't have this thought. They go on their ways of thinking. They go on their own philosophy, and that's why they fall flat. And that's why our society many times is where it is today. Listen, if you're going to move forward in life, if you're not going to retreat, then you've got to go forward in God's strength. And lastly, you must choose to either retreat in fear or go forward in faith. Move forward. Move forward, young people. Accept the responsibility. See, I, I'm, I'm trying to grow up here. Good. Let's start acting grown up. Let's start doing things that would help us transition from being a child to growing up. Like, I'm telling you, I, I can't wait for this to happen. Right? I really can't. Right now, I still got to dress Elijah in the morning. But listen, he's five. I can't wait. Maybe when he's six or seven, maybe later this year or early next year. I can't wait. There's going to be a moment, though, at some point where Elijah is going to be able to be putting on his own underwear. I'm not going to do it for him anymore. And I'm going to be like, yes. Like, it's not my desire for me to be putting on his underwear when he's in middle school. I don't want to do that. Okay? 
How many are you with me, right? You, you don't want to be doing that as a parent. You want him to grow up. Let me tell you something. God wants you guys to grow up. Don't be spiritual babies. That's why Paul told the Corinthians, man, I'd like to give you some spiritual meat, but you guys, y'all can't even have the milk of the word of God. You're so, you're so limited in your thinking. You're so small in what you're doing. You're so childish in the way you're acting and behaving. Then he said, I wish you would just grow up a little bit. Let me encourage you tonight, young people. Man, move forward. Don't retreat. Make a decision. Man, I need to grow up. Now, as you make that decision, let me just tell you, there are five enemies of a courageous future. What's going to stop you from, from that courageous spirit actually going forward in your life? What's going to stop you? There are five things that the devil will throw at you to try to stop you from moving forward. The first one, the first one is apathy. Apathy. The word strong means to be ready. The word apathetic means not to be ready. It means not really to care. Someone that is apathetic is someone that really doesn't, it doesn't matter to them. They, they don't care. Don't let yourself to get, get an apathetic spirit where you just don't care. Where you're just kind of here. Have a spirit that says, I need to move forward. In life. Second enemy, not only of uh, attitude of apathy, but one of fear. Saying, I don't want to grow up. I don't want to face those decisions. Fear will paralyze you, young people. The third thing that will come is ignorance. Don't be a, a person that says, well, I don't know and I don't want to know. I haven't learned that and I don't want to learn that. Don't be one that is ignorant to the things of God. Don't be one that is ignorant to allow God to teach you some lessons in life. It'll stop your courageous spirit. Number four, rebellion. And this is big in our teenage years. This of rebellion, refusing to obey God's word, refusing to listen to those that God has placed in your life, those that are to guide you and to lead you, refusing to even follow them and listen to them. That's rebellion. Man, that'll, that'll, that'll quench your courageous spirit. It'll stop you from moving forward. The reason that Moses couldn't get into the promised land with the people of Israel was that right there. Nobody could tell them anything. God said, go, I'm going to give you victory. Oh, no. We don't even know how to fight. Those guys are bigger over there. Oh, no, I ain't going. I ain't going. Moses said, God's going to give us the victory. If you just move forward, we can move forward in God's strength. Mm -hmm. Moses, you can move forward. I'm not. The Bible says that God said, you are a stiff-necked and rebellious people. They just, you couldn't tell them anything. I see a lot of teenagers that have that kind of spirit. Make a decision tonight. I'm not going to have that kind of spirit. Then the fifth enemy that will try to get you away is distraction. Distraction. Man, the devil will do everything he can to distract you from what God says. He'll start getting you away from where you need to be going. 
And sometimes the distraction isn't always something sinful. Sometimes the distraction is that girl you want to date. Sometimes that distraction is that boy that you think, oh, he'll make me happy. Sometimes the distraction is something as simple as a game like a Xbox or a PlayStation or Nintendo Wii or whatever. It takes up all of your time. Sometimes it's something as simple as Netflix or Hulu. Just something to distract you to get you off of what God is saying. Simply saying, listen, the devil will do that. The devil will make sure. You know, I've seen, I've seen young people that didn't have anything but suddenly they start getting serious about God and suddenly the devil makes a way sometimes to get some nice things. And those nice things start to distract them. They were going on a good path. They were going right. But they allow the things of this world to just kind of distract them from where they were going. Not always bad things. There's nothing bad and sinful just about Netflix or Hulu or even a game. But it can turn bad. It can distract you away from being courageous and following God. Bottom line tonight, you got to make a decision. I'm going to follow God. Be courageous in that decision. Be courageous in saying, I don't know what the future holds, but I know who holds my future. And I'm going to move forward with him. I want to encourage you. I don't know if you're, I don't care if you're a seventh grader. I don't care if you're a, a senior this year in high school. Decide today, I'm going to move forward for God. I'm going to move forward with God and in his strength. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of God. Make a decision tonight to move forward with God. Let's pray.